Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Time for the zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. I just realized, I don't know if it bothers him, but former Razorback star Bubba Carpenter, it should say. Star Bubba Carpenter. You know, just player Bubba. Just doesn't really sell it like we probably should. He put on the uniform. He wore the uniform one day. (laughs) He once got to hit... I want to make sure you're getting your proper due, my man. I appreciate it, fellas. You know what? That uh, that sounded a whole lot better last week, though, than it does I this know week. It. Uh, it just doesn't have the same bite to it that it had last week. You know what I mean? Well, you know, we're worried about Casey Martin hitting a curveball one day, and the next day there's no baseball. So you're right. In the big scheme of things, we definitely uh, – that's what's fun about this show normally is we don't have to focus on anything that's of any import. It's just goofing around and making stuff mm. up and talking about sports and things that we can live without if we have to. But, uh, yeah, now we have to. It really sucks. Yeah, you know what? It, it really does, fellas, and, and – you know, every day, you know, I heard you guys talking about the CDC and just trying to get information. That's all I've done for a couple of days is just read. I'm a why person. I want to know what and why. And I, I don't know. It's it's the whole thing. It's I think it's the unknown. It's the scary mm-hmm. part because yeah. we're in uncharted territory. We really don't know. That is, that's the scariest thing. There's a few things that have to change. We have to know more. We have to uh, get, you know, more readily available testing. We've got to have, you know, a vaccine at some point in the not-too-distant future, we hope. And I don't know when that's going to happen. But, yeah, those are the things that happen. So, uh, you know, Wes just talked about the high school level. Basically, it's no contact, no anything. What's happening on the Hill with these guys right now? Well, they're not on the Hill really anymore. Pretty much everyone's gone home. Um, they, uh, When they had their meeting with Hunter Juracek, he pretty much wanted everyone to leave campus, go home, and just – get away for a little while, work out at home, and then, you know, wait for more news. Uh, you know, when I, I wasn't sure if I was still going to do the, the show this morning with you guys, and then when I woke up and uh, got around got on Twitter, I'm like, wait, I'm on at 11. So I called Heston Kerstad just a minute ago, and I actually just hung up from him, and he's back home, and uh, he's working out at home. Um you know, he's lives in Amarillo, so he's working out. Their high school isn't shut down yet, so he's working out at their high school. Uh, he said he's got a little place set up in his garage where he works out and lifts and, and you know, just kind of in a holding pattern right now, so waiting, to, waiting to see what happens. It's wild. That's really wild. What is it – you know, you do a lot of instruction. What is it can baseball players do? What are you encouraging them to do on their own while this is happening? Well, I tell the guys, like, there's some there's some pro guys coming into town that that you know that are going to work out here. I'm going to open up my facility early in the morning and let them come in and do their thing before anyone else you know gets in the building. Uh, we're sanitizing everything really good at night. We clean everything the best we can. I get it. it doesn't do any good if someone comes in that's you know that's infected. You know, but uh, as far as the high school kids, we're just telling them, that, look, you know, do your do your training at home. Do your drills. Uh, we're still doing some – I still do some one-on-one training 
with some kids at the facility. Uh, we're limiting our sizes to just small groups. Uh, you know, trying to do everything we can to be as safe as we can and, and take every precaution possible. And like I said, I'm trying to stay on the CDC and, and keep everything up to date the, the best I can so we follow the rules and, and keep everyone healthy. Uh, Bubba, you know, there was some talk that maybe they'd find a way to do something from a shortened season standpoint, potentially, even though the World Series is canceled, and I assume that's a permanent thing. I don't think they're going to try to whip that back around. And I don't know why we couldn't have shifted everything a few months and played the World Series in August, but nevertheless, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Are you hearing anything on that, that there might be the possibility? Because there was a little buzz about that late last week. Well, I think hope is diminished every day. Um, yeah. You know, because you think about it, let's just say, let's just say they came back April 15th, you know, maybe a little bit later than that. It still takes a couple of weeks for the guys to get ready to play. Then you've got, you know, you, you've got guys that are worth millions of dollars. They're not going to rush those guys out on the mound, you know, before the draft and take a chance on getting hurt. Um, it just takes a while for a player to get back in play in shape, and I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I know more conferences shut down this morning. I, I think the Pac-10 didn't. They shut down everything for the rest of the season. Um, Big 12 already has. So with all the other conferences doing it, I think it's just a matter of time before the SEC pulls the plug and says, "Look, we're we're done for this season." I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but I think it's just a matter of time before they they follow suit and do what everyone else is doing. I just think it's too hard, guys, that, to get everyone back here in town and get them back in play and shape. And, you know, with the CDC keeping crowds smaller to 50 people, you know, it's it's hard to do. So I just I don't think it's going to happen. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, yeah. but I just don't see it. I don't see it any way we can possibly make it work. I tweeted that out Friday that, you know, I'm an optimistic guy, and I was holding out hope of some kind of – baseball this spring but after listening to Hunter Yurichek and he pretty much made the same point you made I, I knew then there, there's not going to be any college baseball this spring and it's it, it's it was very disappointing and that's you know uh, that's the one I miss the most I'll be honest with you I, I love college baseball and uh, don't get me wrong March Madness is fun but I miss watching these games. You miss college baseball more than March Madness? Yeah, I do. You are I very do. much in a minority. I think Bubba and I and probably Phil Elson and a couple others, but, yeah, we are. We're in the minority there. Well, yeah, I feel bad for Phil. I don't know how much you've had a chance to talk to him, Bubba. I mean, not only does he not get to call this baseball regular season that had so much promise, but also the fact that he's not doing women. you know, women's basketball, and they had a – you know, I don't know how deep they would have gone, but they certainly were going to be a tough out in the NCAAs. You know, there's yeah, – I'll tell you, it's – go, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's, it's tough. And, you know, you, you look at the, the, the athletes, you know, and, and how it's affected them. You look at look at high school kids. You know, I've got a, a kid that's played for me since he was nine years old. He's a senior this year. He's having a great start to his senior year. Mm. Um, you know, their season's canceled. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's you, you think about your senior. I remember my senior year of baseball at West Fork High School, and that's you know, that's been a long time ago. You know, and and you've got you know you've got kids that have a chance of winning a state championship in high school, and it, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that that big a deal when you start talking about everything else going on. But it is a big deal mm -hmm. to these kids. You know, they've worked really hard to get there. And you, you know, the, the college, the you know the the basketball team, you know, with the success they were having, and and the Razorback baseball team. You look at how hard those guys work. I mean, from the day they step on campus in the fall, they work to get ready for this time of year and it's 
I feel for these guys. I really do, you know. And it's not just the guys getting ready for the draft. It's it's all the players. And it's all the other people that are affected by it. You know, like when I show up at the stadium every day, uh, landmark security, um, you know, they're older they're older people that work the security there at Bomb Walker. And they're the nicest people in the world. I think about people like that. Mm-hmm. They don't have a job right now. Right. You know, and boy, it just, it just cuts deep when you start thinking about all, you know, all that and just everyone that it affects. Yeah, you know, I hadn't thought a lot about the high school impact, but for guys like me who weren't very good athletes, that's as good as it gets. I mean, like a high school championship is, is going to be the pinnacle of your career, and you're missing out on those opportunities. We just called a couple of high school games, and for 1A kids, 2A kids, I mean, typically those kids are not going to play high-level basketball or you know, in uh, in college, and so that is uh, the pinnacle of their career. So that is a bummer, and it is an impact and a memory they're not going to have for many of them. The other part of that is, Bubba, and we'll see the impact of this, somebody will get a steal here or there because there's going to be a kid that that would have blown up, softball, baseball, whatever, uh, would have blown up maybe in their senior year, and they don't get that chance because they don't have a season, or maybe a kid that was sort of borderline on being, you know, getting a scholarship that doesn't get a chance to show what they've got to offer and will miss out on that opportunity. There's going to be a lot of lives impacted in that way as well. I never really thought about it until we started talking about it today. No, you're right. I mean, it it can affect a kid greatly. Now, the beauty of that is hopefully – things will get back to normal we can get some of these kids out on the field this summer and play some showcase ball and they'll still end up in a good spot but mm-hmm. you know shiloh for instance shiloh high school um i trained several of their kids several of their kids are in my program and you know they're in line right now they're they're really good this year they've built this group this group's kind of worked up the ladder together they're seniors this year seniors and juniors they got a great chance of winning state in baseball and i know it's it's really sad for those kids, and, and not just Charlotte. There's there's stories like that all across the state and all across the country, and you feel for the you feel for the kids, you know, because you you said that's the lot for a lot of these kids, that's the pinnacle of their their sports right there. I mean, that's you know that's it for them. And once high school ball is over, they're they're done with baseball, and it's it's sad when you think about it. What do you what do you think about the NCAA's uh, thought of maybe giving everyone uh, in spring sports uh, a year, basically a redshirt year? How would how would that impact college baseball? How would it impact these Razorbacks? Well, I think it's a great idea, um, and I think you you almost have to. But boy, talk about just a nightmare for for let's just say Dave Van Horn, you know, because then you've got all of a sudden you've got look how many kids you're going to have out on the field next fall. And then you've got scholarship issues. You know, they're going to have to redo the scholarship, you know, all the protocol for scholarship limits. There's a, there's a, it's, it's going to make things difficult, but I think that they need to do it. They absolutely need to do it. Now, you look at your guys like Heston Kerstad. He, boy, we'd love him to come back. I, I jokingly said to him, hey, Heston, you're going to get another year of eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just, we just kind of laughed about it because we know, I mean, that kid's going to professional baseball. Um, but you know, I, I do think that's a great move by NCAA. Now I know there's a lot of kinks they still have to work out to really implement that plan and make it work with scholarship and all that. But I think it's a great, I think, I think that's a great step in the right direction. You know, I never thought about this too, and you had a chance to talk to him. There's gotta be a great level of disappointment. Yes. You know, you certainly don't put yourself at risk and you don't have to go through the grind of a baseball season before you start getting paid to play. But man, for a guy like Heston, you know, um, to know that you've just had a rip from you like that, that suddenness of that's your career. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And he was off to such a great start. 
You're right. He was off to what, I mean, kind of a historic season. Now, SEC ball hadn't started yet, but our non-conference schedule, our early schedule was tough this yeah. year, guys. We saw some really good pitching for Heston to be hitting, and I don't even know what he's at right now, but he's in the mid-400s, I would assume. Um, for him to be doing what he's doing against the pitching we face, that's incredible. So uh, he's he was on pace to have an unbelievable season, and, you know, it's you know, it's sad. It's it's sad for the guys. And but you know, I, I tell you what, and and y'all have heard me talk about Heston Kerstad before. The guy is so upbeat. I mean, even talking to him, I I think anytime I'm down, I think I'm just going to call Heston because he's so the, just the optimism in his voice and the excitement. He's like, yeah, you know, it's I'm working out in my garage. I'm gonna go hit it to high school. You know, I'm gonna stay in shape, and then I'm gonna be ready to go for whatever happens. And I mean, it's awesome. And that's you know. That's why you, 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 you want to be around people like that. You want to be surrounded by people like that. And people like that, yeah, that's why he's going to be successful. No, nope, there's a lot of negativity out there right now, and you do need some positivity. And, uh, heck, the weather doesn't happen or doesn't help at all. It's just nasty and dreary and rainy, and it's hard to get out of the house anyway, which may be a good thing, keeping more people inside because of all the rain. But this kid, he has a great future. Uh, you know, he, he just has that look, Bubba, that – to me, he's one of those yeah, – I hate to compare anybody to Benintendi and the path that he took to the big leagues because that doesn't happen often. But if anybody could do it, it would be Heston to me. No, I think you're right. And he has the makeup as a, as a player, just the mindset, the, the mental approach uh, to be successful. We know he has all the physical tools, but mentally he's just – he's so advanced. And he's, you know, he, he's even killed. He doesn't get too high. He doesn't let a bad at bat affect him. You know, he's just—he's got all the all the makeup, all the tools to be a major league player, and you know, you know, he's going to be successful down the road. And then, you know, but there's a lot of guys on the team. You know, I talked to uh, Casey Opitz before he left town, and you know, he's about as bummed out as as you can be. And you know, he's another one that's going to get drafted high this year and go on to play pro ball. But boy, he was really excited about this team, even though that you know there were some, you know, a, a, a few bumps early on with you know losing streak and all that uh, he was so optimistic about this season and you know i don't know like, like you said it's just it's sad it's unfortunate and you know let's keep a, a, a just a little glimmer of hope that maybe we'll get everything back together and, and play a few games at the end of the season even though we most likely it's not going to happen but we can we can keep that little bit of hope i guess are there any juniors that you that may have been drafted or you know that they that Arkansas would get back now because they didn't have enough time to show what they they could do. Yeah, there's there's several. Um, you look at one like a like a Jacob Nesbitt. You know, he's a he's a red shirt sophomore. He can he he's eligible for the draft. You know, so who knows if he plays out the season, has a great season, he he could be drafted and not come back. Now with the situation, you know, most likely he's a guy that's going to come back and. You know, there's there's several guys like that in that same boat. But then, you know, what there's talk that I think what they're going to probably do is do combines for the, the draft eligible kids. Mm. They'll invite them in in small groups. Now, this hasn't been 100% confirmed. Um, I asked Heston about it. He didn't know. He hasn't heard any details, so he really didn't have a lot of information. But um, these guys will still have a chance if the season is canceled to go do private workouts and small group workouts in front of major league scouts. And so, you know, there might be a chance that, that they can still get drafted, you know, even with everything that's going on. 
It makes a lot of sense because they don't have as many games to watch to try to give a draft grade for all these guys. Right. And, you know, the things I heard, like, let's look at, like, a Casey Martin. Casey's going to get drafted high just off of his tools. You know, if you look at his analytics, mm-hmm. I mean, he could, he's, he's got a great arm. He's got great bat speed. He's got power. He's got every he's – got, he's got five tools. He really does. He'll get drafted really high off of that. Some guys like that Nesbitt, he doesn't have the sparkling tools, but he's just a solid player. You know, he's a guy that you run him out there every day. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna do well. Uh, he's going to be successful. So, you know, two totally different type players there. And, but, you know, and that's where the analytics come into play. And, and we talk about analytics all the time. And I love the analytics, but it doesn't always tell the full story of a player. And, and it can hurt some guys, but then it can also help some guys. Bubba, great stuff, man. Enjoy it. We'll have a whole new slew of things to talk about next week, even though there won't be any games between now and then, because that's what we do. So we'll find something. We appreciate it. Yeah. What are yeah, you? Uh, what, you guys. Are you home with the kids right now? I mean, you you taking care of the crew? Yep, I'm home right now. I'm actually getting ready to head up to Springdale. Um, I've got a couple of couple of older kids coming in to hit, and um, then I'll be back home later tonight. So uh, you guys stay healthy and uh, and go hogs. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, Bubba.